Welcome to the Prescribed Positive Podcast, where we have conscious conversations about mental health and neuroscience. Hi, everyone. My name is Alex Lambert, and I'm a journalism student studying at Algonquin College in Ottawa, Ontario. Today, my guest is my mother, and we're going to discuss the mind, the gut, and how they're intricately connected. Get ready, folks. There's going to be a lot to digest. Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, I'll start off by saying that I am not a medical professional, you know, in in either the field of nutrition or neuroscience or anything like that. But I do consume an awful lot of reading material on the subject of nutrition and particularly gut health and how it affects our entire body. So as someone who's read about and fought gut health for years, how can we eat mindfully? When it comes to how our body takes in food and how it reacts to food, your body is like a, like a Ferrari. And if you put cheap garbage into your Ferrari, it's not going to run well. What you get out of it is what you put into it. So what does it look like when we put crappy food into our body? Like how does that impair our brain function? What does that look like? Impaired brain function would look like brain fog. ADHD, depression and anxiety, and other mood disorders. And this is the result of your gut being in poor health, communicating with your brain, because they are in a constant uh, state of communication with one another. The gut and brain have a bi-directional biological circuit. It's the gut-brain axis, and it's the communication between your brain and your gut that's going on all of the time. The whole subject of gut health I just find fascinating. So what type of diet should I be following if I want to look after myself? You want to make sure that you're getting certain essential uh, vitamins and nutrients and fibers that come from eating whole foods. So the good fuel for your Ferrari body is going to be things like whole foods, things that are unprocessed. You know what they look like. They look like vegetables. They look like fruit. If you want to talk about a healthy fiber, it would not be the breakfast cereal bar, even if it says high fiber sitting on the shelf of the grocery store. You'd want to be looking at a fiber that's actually in its natural state, like an oatmeal or a rye or a rice, things of that nature. Like a whole food. A whole food. Whole food is the the gasoline for your Ferrari. I know personally when I spend a lot of time outside and I actually get sunlight in my day, I am so much more fulfilled. Vitamin D supports parts of the brain that create dopamine, which is the feel-good hormone. And it, it generally, you know, the more dopamine you're producing, the better you're going to feel. So as little as 15 minutes a day of direct sunlight is going to be extremely beneficial for that. You can also get vitamin D from f- fatty fish, eggs and fortified milks. The B vitamins, that whole range is very important to your mental health um, because it helps repair the coating that's on your uh, neurons in your brain. And it's like good oil in your engine, right? It's keeping things lubricated and working at, at top condition. And so a lot of that comes from meat, eggs, nuts and seeds, and also leafy greens. So aside from your your B vitamin group and your vitamin D, um, you also, for for optimum brain health and and mental health and mental clarity, you want to get your antioxidants, which antioxidants are your fruits and your vegetables, especially the darker the the fruit and vegetables, the better. Um, 
These help fight inflammation in the body. They keep your brain healthy and happy. They deliver all the nutrient that you need. They also are going to deliver a lot of uh, fiber into your system, which is another one on the list that you really want to get a lot of. So eating a lot of fiber in your body not only keeps you regular, but it it feeds the the the, the bacteria in your gut microbiome. Making your gut microbiome very happy communicates to your brain that, that things are going well. And an increase in fiber intake in patients with depression and anxiety is actually shown to reduce their symptoms. I didn't know that, but what's the bitter truth about gut health? What's one fact that people don't want to accept? One fact that people don't want to accept about their gut health is that you cannot have good gut health, which means good body health and good brain health if you're going to continue to put garbage into the tank. I, I say this knowing full well <laughs> as I'm chugging down a Diet Pepsi that, you know, nobody is gonna, nobody's perfect all the time. What are some other small habits you can form to enforce a good gut-mind connection? I would say for optimal health, drastically reduce your processed meat intake. There's no part of the pig that's shaped like that. How do you think they got that meat shaped like that? That's not... There's stuff in there you don't want to know about. I would even go so far as to say just reduce the amount of meat or red meat that you eat on a daily basis. I would say maybe prioritize your vegetable consumption. Absolutely. I read a book recently and she said the primary focus of your meal should be the vegetables. Start to develop this habit because your health is in your hands and it starts in your kitchen. I also wanted to touch on hydration and the role that plays in having good mental health. Well, whenever our brain is healthy, our mental health is going to be in a better state and your brain cannot be healthy when you're dehydrated. Hydration is essential. Not only does it help your, your liver to remove toxins from your body, like your body just can't function without water. So really taking control at the source, at the gut and the brain, what goes in has to be proper fuel. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe on your streaming platform. I'm Alex Lambert, and thanks for sticking around.